you know, um, he was nice to me, so I'm going to be nice back in that sense, right? Not understanding, like, how you can think deeper than just that, right? How about the fucking fact that this guy lied us into a war, killed millions of people, right? Thousands of Americans, millions of uh, Afghani and Iraqi people, women and fucking children, right? Tortured people, put people in fucking prison camps, right? Think about that. How about think about the fucking fact that when all this shit was coming to light and people were understanding how bullshit this war was, he decided to to pivot and try to get a, 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 an amendment passed to say that marriage between men and women, that's the only type of marriage. He was he was trying to distract people from his own fuck up so much that he said, oh, I'll throw gay people under the bus, right? You, he was going to throw fucking you and other people like you under the bus. Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. So the NBA um, and the one good thing that's coming out of South Park recently is, you know, they had this whole thing about like how China, the market is a golden teat that everyone wants to suck off of. And the NBA has been sucking from it for a very long time now. And so the recent stuff with Hong Kong is basically the NBA revealing its, you know, I wouldn't say true colors as an organization designed to make money in a capitalist system, right? And China's a huge fucking market. So yes, they're going to adopt the line that China favors. And so basically, like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, is that the head coach of the Rockets, uh, Moray, uh, I don't know his first name. That's a Moray. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> when you lose to the Warriors in the playoffs, that's a Moray. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, basically tweet out something pro. Basically, so like the boilerplate liberal take on it is to say, stand with Hong Kong, free Hong Kong, whatever. I support the protest 100%, right? I support unfettered capitalism. I, yeah. So basically, it just said something like that, and then China threw a shit fit, and the NBA made him delete it, right? Because China, again, is a massive market for the NBA. Um, like, they were, like, it was in the middle of, like, when they were having exhibition games in China. Oh, no, they're not going to show our preseason games. Yeah, we're, like, you, you bring over, like, the, the Beijing Lions or whatever to play the the 76ers and get annihilated. <laughs> you, just have, um, you just have a bunch of Chinese people just trying to try to beat the NBA. Well, actually, what the, you what's lower the ramps to the Chinese? You lower the, the hoops to the Chinese. What's people. funny is that all the Chinese teams are all former NBA players. So it's just the NBA playing itself. It's just, they happen to be like, it's an extension of the G league. Yeah. It's just like, they're captained by Jimmer for dead and not like, like there's one guy they have like, they actually like the Chinese teams have like token Chinese players because all, they're all like former NBA, like washed up players. Ironically, uh, Jeremy Lin isn't in China. He's in the Raptors. No, Yeah. He's, he's playing in the NBA. Um, he's a champion. Have, has anyone asked him about how he feels about this? Um, that'll probably be the next thing. Cause they've asked Andrew Yang. Well, they don't want, they don't want to know how like, uh, Chinese celebrities feel about it because after like the the girl played Mulan's like I stand with China. There is only one <laughs> like China shut there. that down like, right quick. Disney was like, oof, yeah. that's uh, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, but um, so yeah, so the NBA basically is adopting the stance of Adam Silver, like the commissioner, was sort of like, um, well, you know, free speech. They can say whatever they want, which is bullshit because you can't because if you're like. Like they had a press conference with the Rockets where someone from CNN asked like you know, James Harden, right? Because <laughs> like that's the guy to ask about China and Hong Kong, right? How he feels about that. And then they he, she got shut down. Yeah, I saw that clip. Um, so, um, yeah, basically just them, you know, defending their bottom dollar. Expecting athletes to make any coherent take on literally anything is just like, why? Why would you expect athletes? Because every time like I see an interview with an athlete, any athlete, it doesn't matter. In what league? It's just like, yeah, I just want to, you know, I just want to thank God. Yeah. I'm going to go out there and play and, you know, God bless our troops and, you know, whatever. In fact, I, I will push back on that, Matt, a little bit in that I think there are some athletes who, ha who have had coherent political you know, talking points like LeBron's one. Like uh, some athletes who aren't in the yeah, NFL anymore. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> 
Um, Colin Kaepernick, who's actually like a like a like not I wouldn't say a comrade, but like pretty close in that he wore like like pig socks to like make fun of cops. He wore a Castro shirt in Miami, so like pretty fucking baller. Um, but yeah, there there have been athletes who have made political statements that I think have been coherent, but they're they're also making them about America and not about I, I would say Hong Kong is I think generally is pretty poorly misunderstood for most people and that they don't really understand what's going on. They just know it's a, it's a time well, they can dunk on China. They, they absolutely so. don't understand what's going on. And, uh, you know, if you're on Reddit, you've definitely seen all the takes oh like, God, Oh, Reddit. our subreddit stands with Hong Kong. Yeah. And I, okay. So I get the free speech aspect, but like you said, if you're just, if this is not purely just a free speech no. issue at all, like and, that's very surface level analysis of the Hong Kong situation. So free speech for Hong Kong or free speech of people talking about. So the reason the reason why these protests are going on is because there was a bill that was going to be pushed through Hong Kong's uh, legislation parliament body, whatever we're calling it, Hong Kong parliament. Yeah. And it basically gave China in special the, the language was special circumstances to extradite people from Hong Kong, like criminals from Hong Kong to the mainland China and the native uh, Hong Kong residents, I don't know their official title, Hong Kongers, um, they were afraid that, well, basically of China, you know, using that as a tool to get rid of political or people who uh, spoke out against mainland China. And that basically, if you took somebody out of Hong Kong who was quote unquote a criminal then they don't have any rights in mainland China that they might have in Hong Kong. And so they started protests and they actually worked. They got the bill shelved and then the protest didn't stop. So they kept going and uh, that because they were upset that the bill wasn't like taken off the docket. Like they, they put pause on it. They wanted it just removed completely. Yeah, they got that. But then what happened was. During that time, China's military police started cracking down on protesters. So at this point, the protesters are protesting the response to the, to the protest. Have you yeah. seen the? Have you seen some videos of like the the Chinese? Military? Oh, it's just fucked up. Yeah, I yeah. think it's pretty tame, even like compared to like our military cracking down on protests. They're kind of like. I mean, that's or not our military, our police force cracking yeah. down on protests. Like, I would say, I would say, Matt, that it's no different than what you see here but people at, do act like it's like this sort of extreme like like it's like, like it's otherworldly like they can't like even imagine it it's like it happens here all the fucking time they say, look at these communists and it's like uh there's a guy that like he uh he, he like tweeted out and he was like well he lived in like chile or whatever right and he yeah. said like dude he's like this is like the nicest police force i've ever yeah. seen it's like in chile like they just beat the shit out of you until you die. Yeah, Chile yeah. in the 70s had yeah. a political coup and you could ask Chileans how that went for yeah. their dead comrades. Um but the reason why it's not it's not really a free uh, it's partly a free speech issue, but it has a lot more to do with colonialism and China wanting what was the British Empire yeah. invading them. And China's whole stance has been, we're no, we need to industrialize so we never get raped by another country again. Yeah, and this is like the last remnant of this British Empire. Now, it really is because it's so crazy in the sense that I mean Hong Kong's whole, and you see this with the protests. So people say, sort of a blanket. I stand with it. The protests are very multifaceted, and there are a lot of different entities within it. Um, there are entities who are arguing that Hong Kong should be returned to the British Empire. Oh my or that, god! No, for real, like holding up UK flags, saying, you know, uh, the, you know, the 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 Queen made us strong, and communism communism made us slaves, or whatever. Like literally, just hearkening back to like the old colonial England, age, and saying, isn't that great? England doesn't need any more territories than it already has, and because like it's already fucked Northern Ireland's ass like so fucking hard. That like we need to start like that's that was like our goal like we need to liberate Northern Ireland. Why are we saying? Why are people saying like I don't know? People are dumb. <laughs> um, but um, 
Yeah, it's a nice uh, take. It's like you bring up Hong Kong, but like Northern Ireland, like fuck, you know. Um, but um, but yeah, but there are multifaceted entities within the protest. So, and some of them are even saying, um, like uh, being very pro-Trump and hoping that Trump will support like a bid for Hong Kong to break away from China or whatever. Which is hilarious because um, he recently tweeted out like. Yeah, like it's not going to... Congrats on 70 years for the People's Republic of China. Like, it's not going to fucking And then, happen. you know, yeah. he attacked... Comrade, Comrade Trump. He uh, called out Steve, Steve Kerr, Kerr for sounding like, yeah. like a whiny little child or well, cause Steve having Kerr, no spine. Well, Steve Kerr constantly sort of goes at... Well, he's like... Not constantly, but he goes at Trump whenever he's sort of given an option. And Trump is basically going like, the, what about China? Like, why don't you talk about China? And Steve Kerr, I think, had a very good answer in that... You know, they're like, well, when you go abroad, do you ever ask them about their human rights abuses? Like, well, when they come here, do they ever ask us about like people Ours? being murdered by the by the cops, like ICE? Do they people ever in cages? bring that up? Yeah. Like, so how about this, right? Slavery. Right, so we we bust out all the people at the border who's like uh, in cages right now, right? Yeah. Like we allow them uh, asylum, and we say, okay, like Hong Kong can be part of the People's Republic of China. Right. And the like people who go, well, like, we'll give it back to the British Empire. We say, okay, well, here's the deal. We're going to round up all the Italians in America. <laughs> okay. And we're gonna, Staten Island. We're taking Staten Island. Yeah. And we say, here you go, England. You can have all the Italians. And we just hand all the Italians to England. Right. And so, like, I just imagine them going to like a fish and chip shop, right? Like just being like, hey, what about the pastrami over here? Like, you know. God, I love that idea. Italian's very own Hong Kong. That's, that's it's Staten Island. That's Staten Island. That's the least Staten Island. I've it actually heard be. people refer to Staten Island as the Hong Kong of, of Italy. US. It should be sunk <laughs> into the sea immediately. Um, but so, like, I my so I like this whole MB, I like this saga, right? Because what it's doing, and and Blizzard too. We can talk about that a little after. But basically, with this thing is that. Um, I don't it's just so crazy to me to see people just have zero clue about like what capitalism is in the sense that like the NBA does not give a fuck about you or anyone in Hong Kong they want like China gives them billions of dollars every single year if China demanded it they would take someone from hong kong adam silver would bring him out to center stage and fucking blow his brains out like they would do that they don't give a fuck because they want that market so if china says daryl moray should be sent to like the bottom of the ocean and this team sold and parceled out to the remaining teams they would do it because they want to keep that market and like to act like this is a, some free speech it's not free speech it's he was coming for their money and they're going to defend their fucking money. Free speech is such like a like a liberal idea anyway, right? Like because we're saying, oh, like it's a you know people say oh, it's a free speech issue, and they it's constantly like I hear that constantly about everything. Oh, it's like what about this guy's free speech? And it's like, well, it's a little more complicated than that. Also, he's the the, the head coach. Yeah, he's the head coach of the Rockets. So like when he tweets out and speaks he's speaking as a member of the Rockets organization. So when he's saying I feel this way about Hong Kong. Right. Like he personally, he can say that shit all he wants. But when he's speaking as the head coach of the Rockets, like, yeah, of course, they're going to like, you know, come down on that because yeah. like he's talking as a franchise of the NBA who also really fucking loves the Chinese market. So, yeah, they're going to come down on that. Not and saying that that's like good or right. Just saying that that's not that's not that shouldn't be unexpected. Like, why are people so surprised? The, the, at uh, this? the NBA recently took out all ghosts from their promotion. <laughs> Because, you know, like, I remember, like, uh, I think it was a while back, like, World of Warcraft was banned in China because there was ghosts in it. Like, you can't have ghosts in video games or movies in China, or they censor it. I was unaware. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know Just why. like, uh, it's like, spiritualist? I think it's disrespect, like, I think it's disrespect to, like, the ancestors or something. Because, okay. like, they, they actually believe, like, well, not everybody, obviously, but, like, the, the mainland China, the People's Republic of China stance is that, like, having... Fake ghosts in this thing is disrespectful to, to real ghosts to like their ancestors or whatever. Okay, real ghosts are fucking pissed yeah, about these that. fake ghosts. Zach Bagans comes over there and he's like, "Yo, ancestors, what the fuck's up? There's ghost adventures, dickhead. Come fight me, fucking ghosts." <laughs> he's just in some like 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 orchard 
in like southern China sweating his ass off. It's like, <laughs> come, like, why aren't they speaking to me? <laughs> <laughs> come here, you fucking dickhead. Just like, <laughs> oh, but I just, I, I love Reddit. It's, it's like just a giant hive mind of it's free speech. Well, they, they hate Reddit hates China. Oh yeah. China um, is and not worst. for like the reasons that like, not for any nuanced reasons, like, you know, criticizing their government or whatever. It's just they hate Chinese people. And that's a like <laughs> racism, like Who racism, brother, racism against Chinese people on Reddit. It's totally accepted. Like anytime you go on, like ask Reddit and it's like, what's the worst tourist you've ever seen? It's just people like slobbering over themselves. But like, Chinese people, they fucking come in. They ruin, 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 you know, and they just hate these. just like this intense hatred. Right. It's very nationalistic. It's very racist. So they take. So when this issue comes out, when all they see is, is this a chance for me to dunk on China? And it is. And so they take it, not understanding any of like what's going into it well, at I, all. I thought, I, well, I don't know because I'm not on like as, as many Reddit spheres or whatever. But like yeah. I always thought like the, the, the Chinese hatred comes from like people um, – not liking the people's republic right like I, th- I thought that that's where it came from because like a lot because yeah. like the news keeps telling them like when they're living in their mommy's basement and they come up for like their pop tart their third <laughs> pop tart of the day and like the news is like and china our enemy blah 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 yeah. i thought they i thought it was like a it's, it's not necessarily yeah. like a completely racist sentiment it's a it's a China versus it's a nationalistic. That's why I say national. I said yeah, nationalistic. Yeah. It is. It is. It definitely is. It's also. It's also both. that yeah. like you're not every redditor, but your average redditor is essentially a libertarian, and anything yeah. that goes against um, open markets or free speech, they come down yeah. on in hordes, what? and that's their two. Their, those are their two takes for yeah. everything. Is it free speech and is it? Truly a free market. There's a guy that like I found who is part of the uh, he's part of like the Red Scare come Towniverse, right? And he's okay. he's a he's like a Twitter guy who became like famous for like being in academia and quitting academia. And he said he was a libertarian communist. And I said, what the fuck does that even mean? It's that- like is. Does that mean like you want communism, but also you want to fuck thirteen year olds or like no, what? No. So so before libertarian. So liber- there was an idea of libertarian socialism or li- libertarian communism. The term libertarian has been co-opted by the right. It used to be that libertarian was solely something of the left, right? And and um, basically the right is taking it. And basically, so like you, you're a libertarian socialist communist. It's like sort of anarcho-communism in a sense, right? Limited government, like limited like central government. The right has taken that to mean limited central government so capitalism can roam free. Like unfettered capitalism. Like unfettered capitalism. Whereas if you're a libertarian socialist or communist, basically like it's you're getting towards anarcho-communism or anarcho-socialism. What's the difference between a libertarian communist and an anarcho-communist? The difference between having zero central government, no state, and versus having a state that's very limited in its capabilities. But I thought libertarians, like most, well, I mean, libertarians are bullshit fucking ideology anyway, because it's like, it literally is just like a fucking, that mask from Mission Impossible where they put it on, like literally mimics whatever they wanted to. Yeah. But like, I thought mainly the thing that we group libertarians in is that they they want like no fucking laws, right? Because well, like, well li- libertarians. So you're thinking of anarcho capitalists. Those are the ones who who don't want a central government at all and want corporations to decide. They want corporations to like build roads and like well, if you know, the, the, the private industry so, can do it so much better the, than yeah. the government. Invisible hand of the free market. Yeah, right? libertarians <laughs> usually agree on a government on having a central government, but that it's very limited. It does. Basically, like two things, right? Versus an anarcho-capitalist is one who's like no government, all like corporations basically take the role of like public, you know, like everything's privatized, everything's handled by corporations. Whereas libertarians would say that there's yeah, there should be, which it's it's all varying shades. Well, like, we need you know, the post office. Now like, that I think about it, but like, we don't need driver's license. No, for real. Like some anarcho-capitalists are libertarians, some libertarians are anarcho-capitalists. It, it, it's very much a, a wide sort of uh, brush there. Mm. They're all fucking crazy, but it's all it's right. a it's a wide brush. Yeah. I mean, if the market demands it. Yeah. But no, for real. Like uh, back in like the day, like 30s, 40s, it wouldn't be crazy to beat a libertarian socialist, libertarian communist, 
in the sense that, yeah, that term wasn't co Because at the time, the they weren't aware who Gary Johnson was. No. Yeah, also, this guy tweeted or Aleppo. out... Yeah. This guy tweeted out recently that um, if you care about what Greta Gumberg has to say, you have to, like, be okay with Epstein's fucking Molita Express. Or was this the same guy? Yeah, and I was like... Oh. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it, like... The, is he saying libertarian in the fact that like he wants to fuck little kids? This guy may very well be just that. Like <laughs> yeah. he may like I we may have talked about like a nuanced political thing, but this guy may literally just be I want to fuck sixteen year olds, but also capitalism kind of sucks. So you may have found the one guy who like is into that. So because uh, there's a belief for everything, right? Yeah. Like, um. So we talked about Hong Kong. So, um, well, well, so like the NBA was one thing and then there was the blizzard thing, which, so activism blizzard is like the biggest, like, like a massive, you know, gaming conglomerate now. Um, and recently with them, so they had a similar thing with Hong Kong in that, um, one of their sort of top players in hearth hearthstone, which is like mm-hmm. a card game, which is like, you know. The uh, shit. It's like World yeah. of Warcraft lore, but in card form. Yeah, yeah. it's um. I don't want to like. I don't want to speak ill of gamers, but I've never understood playing an online card game, and I never will. Well, have I you never, played Gwent? Well, yeah, but like in the actual in a, the actual. But have you played online? No, I have not. <laughs> I've never. I can do yeah. a pretty. I can. Uh, me and my buddy, we played Hearthstone for like a like half a second. We tried it and. Uh, I can do like a the the Tazdingo, like the the <laughs> World of Warcraft weird characters. Like uh, knowledge is power, and I know a lot. Okay, that's the game. Yeah, that's the game. That is the game. Anyway, yes, so this this e gamer, this pro gamer, gets banned. Well, not he gets all his awards taken away. Yeah, basically, like stripped. Yeah, he said like, the gamer word. You know? Well. Yeah. Well, what he did was say, yeah, Hong Kong, I stand with Hong Kong, all that stuff. And basically, yeah, Blizzard, again, defending their massive Chinese market, said, um, yeah, we're going to strip this guy of everything and kick him out and all that. And And you see all these takes, especially on Reddit, because, you know, Reddit loves their games. I don't give a shit because video games, like professional (laughs) esports video games are the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. Like when people, I argue this all the fucking time with people and they say like, oh, well, esports is a sport. It's like, well, it it depends on sport because a sport... Like literally the, the the dictionary definition of a sport is something usually involving oneself or a team that you compete against other people with physical activity. Physical activity. And that's yeah. the key definition. Defining what physical activity is, it depends on where you fall on the R esports sports spectrum. And if you say that playing a video game is a fucking sport, you're I don't know, you're a fucking idiot. I think I think yeah. if you experienced it at the level these people take it, like you might not want to call it a sport, but they definitely it's it feels a like a sport. It's a professional league. Yeah, they're playing, you know, 12, 16 hours a day, every day. Well, that's their, Taking Adderall and stuff like that. That's their prerogative. Also, that's stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, they also, make a lot of money well, off Joker, of that. That's Joker true. plays 16 hours a day. That's what he does. He sits in his mom's basement. So is he an athlete, Josh? Are you saying the Joker is an athlete? Are you saying athlete? the Joker is an athlete? I'm not going to die on this hill, so we can continue. Okay. <laughs> No, anytime anyone's like, they play 16 hours a day, I'm like, like, that's dumb, and you're dumb. Who gives a fuck about Hearthstone? Like, if he's like, oh no, my fucking Hearthstone title. A lot of people on Twitch. A lot of, yeah, you'd be surprised, Matt, at the amount of people who care. Um, It's like usually the number one or number two stream game on there, like, Batman 6. I saw this this one fucking autistic kid beat this other autistic (laughs) kid in a fucking game. He was fucking intense. Yeah, he got all the fucking awards. He's Did, like, I want to thank my family. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> he was down. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, pro gamer, uh, uh, a jizz witch, 96, was down 15 to For whatever. Out of 69. <laughs> yeah. He played Gina Proudmore at the last second. He yeah. was, it was so great. Yeah, no, so I haven't been out of the, the house thing about lately. He's like, yeah, I think that the key to Hearthstone is just believing in oneself. Believing in the cards. And also believing in the cards. <sighs> Having a heart of the cards is what Yu-Gi-Oh taught me. That's what my mom taught me. Shout out to my mom who I live with. <sighs> and yeah, those are my... I can't believe I said pro Hong Kong. Yeah, but yeah. So this guy gave a speech like that and then was kicked out. Um, and again, it's one of those cases where just people... So like PragerU 
weighed in on this. <laughs> friend of the pod. Yeah, friend of, friend of the pod, Dennis Prager. He doesn't write the tweets, I know, but, you know, friend of the pod, you know, the Prager U intern weighed in to say, how could um, the NBA and act like Blizzard choose money and profits over free speech? He's like, <laughs> are you having a fucking laugh right now? <laughs> fucking Activision Blizzard. Blizzard right now would How take. How could you choose profit over democracy? Fucking exactly. Blizzard would take if China demanded it. Blizzard would take World of Warcraft. Right? They would replace every NPC with a fucking Hong Kong protester, and every quest would be beat beat this guy's head in until he understands how great the the, the Communist Party of China. Did you is. see that Apple had to remove an app from their store where it was like the protester game? Like it was a. a well, it's how they kept in touch with each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, and they will do it. And to act, it's doodle jump is the perfect. Fucking Flappy Bird, yeah. <laughs> um, and but people acting like, how could they? So like, so this is so uh, tang- like related is like the gamer outrage over microtransactions. Oh well, gosh, and, how yeah. could? You just be playing these games, right? Like Jordan Peters? You already yeah. cleaned your room and you already <laughs> played those games. Like, I don't understand what's China's problem. Why would they pick why would Blizzard pick a profit? I don't understand this. You kind of sound like Owen Wilson there <laughs> at, at certain points, yeah. But related is the rage over microtransactions and other things related to capitalism, right? Where capitalism strangles these industries, they make the game shitty and worse so they can squeeze more money out of people. And and these gamers are pissed off mad raging over it and they can't they always they always 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 go well who's responsible like who's the guy behind all this they always think it's one person who's like there's one guy at blizzard who loves china and he's making them do this <laughs> this poor corporation is being is being forced by mr pro china to feel this way and it's like their bottom dollar relies on china allowing them to operate in their country if if they if they could if they were asked to they would get this programmer who loves hong kong they would bring him up there they'd be like hey dude you like hong kong well fuck you and they'll blow his brains out all over the hearthstone stage and they'll <laughs> they'll release a new card they'll release a card with his fucking brain splayed out over the fucking stage and say here's the you play this card you instantly win play this card of this dead motherfucker and they'll make millions of dollars off of it yeah and they'll do it. They fu- they don't fucking care. Like, just can you please? This, can someone just wrap their fucking heads around this? It's not one it's guy. The, it's the outrage that like stemmed from the whole GamerGate bullshit, right? Like, it's it's literally yes. like boiling down a singular fucking argument to not even its core fucking tenets. It's it's boiling it down to what they feel like are the problems with it, right? And then they say, oh, it's one person's fault. Yeah, they, they don't ever look at the structural thing. They don't go, hey, here's an idea. Maybe video games. Like, maybe there's uh, sexist overtones in video games. Maybe I'm critiquing these sexist overtones. I'm not even criticizing them. I'm critiquing them. Yeah. And then they're like, fucker, fucking killer. God damn it. Trigger up our fucking toes. Mm. You know, it's like, and then they do the same thing. And it's always like, oh, well, like, EA's the reason. Find the guy. Bad. Find the one guy. Find the one bad guy in that company and kill them so we can finally have our game Listen, back. Mr. China's being really mean to Mr. Hong Kong, yeah. and I have to speak to Mr. Blizzard about this. Yes. <laughs> find me Antonio Blizzard. Find me uh, Janice Activision. Get, like, me, get them down here. Like, all the fucking, like, the true autists, like, bust down the fucking door, <laughs> and it's like a guy chopping his arm. What are you doing in here? Yeah. He's like, I just fucking love fucking up your games. And they're like, Guys, we have to stone him. <laughs> and they just like stone him to death. He's like, it's like Giles Corey from the fucking Crucible. Like he's crushing. He's like more. Yeah, Wait. yeah. Um, so H uh, Bomber guy on YouTube has a great video about um, basically like for gamers, especially um, they're like they're like Tommy Wiseau in the room, where you know Tommy Wiseau like that the the room is basically Tommy Wiseau saying this one woman this one evil bitch ruined my entire <laughs> life and I hate her forever for it she's the one person responsible for all the issues I have gamers take that and apply it to like EA Activision whoever and say there's one guy within this corporation they're fucking everything up and if we could only get them we could if we could only you know I don't know 
kill them, then everything will be fine. You know what? The Joker came out recently, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking society. Yeah. I'm thinking society right now, EA. <laughs> no, it's just like the, they can't go one step further and be like, why do why does this corporation want to make money? They don't understand yeah. what deodorant is. I think it's a <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a side issue. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I think it's hard for them to wrap their minds around capitalism being bad, right? Like they're yeah. super into like I don't know building birdhouses and playing <laughs> video games, and they, they haven't showered in four days. No, you you'll know? you'll see over and over again people like have legitimate grievances with capitalism and not even realize and not even make the connection yeah. oh it can't possibly be one america or two capitalism it has to be some other thing that's causing my problems yeah. it has to be china's fault it has to be uh you know mr ea, mr. EA sitting yeah. on his looking down from the citadel yeah. at ea <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's been Hong Kong. That's been China. So, you uh, know, uh, after getting my like blood pressure up to a dangerous level, I like to unwind and watch me a little, a little Ellen. A little Ellen DeGeneres. little right. Ellen DeGeneres because there's nothing like, you know, just a a white, pretty, uh, neoliberal pretty, pretty. Uh, just person. <laughs> She's on TV, so she has to be semi-attractive. Um, <laughs> anyway... But uh, I found out something something interesting. You know, she's she's friends with my second favorite president, George W. Bush. Yeah, uh, his father would be my my favorite president. No, I was sitting next to George W. Bush, and you guys have seen this picture, yeah? And everyone, oh yeah, we see it. And she's like, yeah. And so, like, I just think that honestly, it doesn't matter if he tortured brown people and killed their kids and invaded their country with no predilection. I'm friends with him. Like, even though we have ideological differences and even though he literally hates my existence, I can be friends with him. Hear me out. She might, hear me out. She might not actually know about anything he's done. Oh, no, she knows. Mm. Do you think she actually knows? No, she 100, she's too, one, she's too within the public sphere not to. Within the liberal Hollywood, like, circles. She's too smart and in the public sphere not to. It's the fact What's even more dastardly is that she know it, that she doesn't know. It's that she knows and she doesn't. She doesn't care, care. because her interests align with his, right? Like even of being rich. Yes. Yeah. Even with if you look at you say okay, like she completely disagrees ideologically with him. He doesn't like her existence. You know all this stuff. She doesn't give a fuck because what she cares about. Is her fucking money, and well, that and, is and class. Her, that's class solidarity. And her brand too. I think this it's a branding thing too, because Ellen's brand is being nice and being wholesome, right, and able to bridge divides. Where the fuck that means, right? Um, with in reality, Listen, there like, are yeah. white people in my audience, and there are black people in my audience. I am bridging yeah. the gap here. I'm. I would be surprised. I'd be surprised. At the uh, if there's any diversity in her crowd, oh, probably not. I haven't um, seen a shot of the crowd, but no. I'd, but yeah. um, I mean, and like like people have personally attested that Ellen's not nice outside of the camera, which does not surprise me. She always struck me as having like this dead shark eyed look. Like once the camera stopped rolling, it's like fuck you, get out of my way. I'm getting my Mercedes. And I'm driving out of here to get away from these like like these like stinking like hordes of people. Um, but Matt, I think it's I think it's interest, it's class interest. I think it's also brand. I also think, yeah, Ellen does not fucking care um about anyone other than like herself and her money and her circle. It's like she ran, right? She's always running like the liberal Hollywood circles, right? And who was more who was one of the most staunchly anti Iraq war, anti-Bush voices? And that was liberal Hollywood, right? They were against that. So she was, she hung out with those people. She heard what they had to say, probably. And c- coming out of that, she's fucking friends with the guy. She's sitting in a Dallas Cowboys game, you know, which is like also like if she's. If Jerry a, Jones calls you up, yeah, are yeah. you really going to the Dallas Cowboys game? Also, if you're a Cowboys fan, like you're even, you're an okay, awful person. No, 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 no. That's not true at all. I, one of the most lovely people I know is a huge Cowboys fan. So, 
Well, Matt, can't we, be, can't, we can't listen to anecdotal evidence. Of see, the things. problem <laughs> with, with meeting Cowboys fans yeah. is you might like them. You might realize that they're they're really nice people. But that gets away from the fact that the atrocities that Cowboys yeah. fans have committed, yeah. you don't get to become friends with Cowboys fans. It just yeah. doesn't work. So the thing about it is, though, like she gave this like bullshit excuse that yeah. like they were invited because her like wife or whoever's like friends with the Joneses. right? Well, we're keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. And then she made her shitty like talk show fucking joke. And then they're all like, everyone's eating it up and everyone's like, yeah, we do need, you know, there has, we need to, it's like the same thing that the fucking liberals have been saying for fucking ever is that we need to reach across the aisle of these people who literally kill fucking children. Yeah. They would kill every single fucking Brown kid in the fucking world and they'd start killing white kids if it meant keeping their fucking class if it meant keeping like them on top and then everyone else on the bottom and yeah like she doesn't care and that's something that's so telling right like you say okay this gay woman she doesn't care that this guy literally hates her fucking guts because he's still he's as interested in his finances as she is and as her finances and then like you know, you say, okay, well, like, when when, when people will say all the time, they're like, okay, well, you need to let, let, like, other voices talk, right? You need to let other yeah. voices talk. It's like, well, who are we letting talk, right? Like, because the the people in at the top have class solidarity. Like, the proletariat doesn't have class solidarity. The bourgeois, the bourgeoisie yeah. has fucking class solidarity. And that's all they care about. Like... They always show their cards, and we're constantly shocked, yeah. right? Like, like this happened, and people were like, "Oh, they just remember Bush as the bad man that CNN told them about, right?" And they said, "Oh, well, like, El- I like Ellen, right? Ellen's a cool person. She's very nice. She's like whatever." And then she says, "You know, like, I actually was okay with sitting next to George W. Bush." And it's like, if I if I walked up and I sat down and I sat down next to like just a cop, like like a regular <laughs> cop. I don't feel comfortable. Like, I do not. Yeah. And I don't have the fucking money that Ellen does to leave and then buy another ticket. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't have that, like, whatever. So I just suffer through it or whatever, right? And that's just, like, a random fucking cop because I know this dude's probably fucking racist, right? Yeah. And there's, like, you have a guy who, like, destroyed the fucking Middle East. Lied. Lied his way into, like, like an awful war. And started torturing people and started torturing not just people from the Middle East, but U.S. citizens who looked a certain way. And you're fine with sitting next to him. Like, it's a it's an extension of like the like, oh, well, I give respect. It's like it's a very shallow understanding of how people interact with each other is that these like these people, they never have to think about their, you know, think deeper than just like conversations in the sense that. She she would probably say, well, you know, um, he was nice to me, so I'm going to be nice back in that sense, right? Not understanding, like, how you can think deeper than just that, right? How about the fucking fact that this guy lied us into a war, killed millions of people, right? Thousands of Americans, millions of uh, Afghani and Iraqi people, women and fucking children, right? Tortured people, put people in fucking prison camps right think about that how about think about the fucking fact that when all this shit was coming to light and people were understanding how bullshit this war was he decided to to pivot and try to get a, a, a an amendment passed to say that marriage between men and women that's the only type of marriage he was he was trying to distract people from his own fuck up so much that he said oh i'll throw gay people under the bus right you he was going to throw fucking you and other people like you under the bus. He's but, the one that put Chris Kyle in the field, the Punisher. He's the, the one that... The American sniper. He's, yeah. he's the one that, that was like, we need. you know what we need? We need an American sniper. Hey, can you be the Punisher real quick? He's like, I'll be the Punisher. I'll kill but, children. But Cole, yeah. we learned from that movie about Dick Cheney that it wasn't really George Bush oh after all. It was, was just, just, <laughs> it was just Dick Cheney. It, was, was, it wasn't <laughs> Bush. It was just Dick I was just gonna say how much this just made me think about how much I fucking hate Vice and how how bullshit an awful <laughs> fucking movie that was. Literally, literally, it's them eating dinner, Dick Cheney eating dinner, and he goes, "Well, it's time to take Iraq," and that's how that's how this stupid motherfucker thinks that happened. He just sat at a table and his fat fucking ass said, "We'll take Iraq then," and everyone else just said, "Okay, Dick, we'll do whatever you want." Like you fuck like. George Bush had agency. He made decisions. He was the fucking president of the United States. 
Listen, W, W. He he was yeah. just a pretty face. Well, well, here, well, here's the thing, Dick Cheney. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you can go ahead and take Iraq. You can go ahead and kill Brown. Go ahead and put Chris Kyle on that roof. We need a, <laughs> we, need, we need the Punisher. No, like literally, little. Uh, who's the fucking guy? Who's the guy? Judd, not Judd Apatow. The guy, the guy who directed it. Do you remember? His he name? directed the Big Short. The Big Short. I can't remember. Uh, it's not Judd Apatow. I, I thought. No, it's not Judd Apatow. No, no. It's a guy who's very similar to Judd Apatow. Yeah, but um, literally, if if his in his imagination, right, the the Bush presidency was Bush eating fried chicken on like the White House lawn while Dick Cheney just scuttled in the background doing so, all sorts of evil. So shits. let me let me ask this again. So you're telling me that you, like you're gonna do all the president stuff, and I'm yeah. just gonna go out and you're gonna put me. I'm just gonna eat fried chicken. Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Yes, he but did. The, like, yeah. I, I, I like that deal. I have no blood or any agency on my head. Like hands. like like George Bush would occasionally pop his head in, like like a, a drumstick in hand, to be like, I've been hearing some stuff, Cheney. What, what's been going on there in that there Iraq? And he's like, nothing, George. He goes, all right. And he just backs <laughs> out the fucking door. Um, no, it got me thinking about Vice and how like poisonous that shit is, and how like it's literally the like liberals want to believe so hard because George Bush occasionally does something goofy. They want to believe so hard that it was all Dick Cheney's fault because Dick Cheney looks the part. He's like a goblin, like he's slowly melting, and his heart is stupid. So he looks the part for like the evil <laughs> his villain. Heart his heart is stupid. It's just, yeah. It took me that long to process that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, you got a dumb heart. It's real dumb. It is. It keeps failing. It doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. Well, he keeps pumping his body full of like garbage and poison. Also, that movie is so stupid to me because they're like, oh, Christian Bale's playing him. He had to get fat. I'm like, there's plenty of fat guys you could pay, you could get to play him. <laughs> like you, you're telling me you had to have Christian Bale almost kill himself to look like fat ass Cheney well, and play him. That's what you do with Christian you Bale. Know. You wheel him out, tell him which body type you're going for, and he just becomes it. He just morphs into uh, it. Friend of the pod, uh, Austin gave us uh, gave me an interesting tidbit about that movie. It, an interesting fact point. Yeah. Um, and I looked it up and it's true. Um, Adam McKay, right, the director of that movie, yeah. uh, had a heart attack on <laughs> set and Christian Bale knew that he was having a heart attack because he's like, oh, I'm such a method actor that I know how what heart attacks are, right? And Adam McKay was like, he had like a minor heart attack and yeah. it was like, it wasn't life-threatening, but he was like, oh, like he threw up in a trash can. He's like, oh my, like left arm's not feeling good and, and Christian Bale's like, we need to go to the hospital. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, you had a heart attack. And he's like, oh, okay. Fun fact. Okay, Which, fun fact. Yeah. That's just Christian Bale. You have him around, he's handy, he's knowledgeable. Yeah. Ah uh, man, but, okay. So so so, I did like the middle of that movie where it's like pretended to end. Yeah, the f- the fake like, ending was pretty. Fun. That was pretty funny, and it was like a show in like Christian Bale is like whatever, and, goes, and it like rewinds, and it's like I didn't like that. I hated. It. I was like, why didn't you I, like that? It just felt. Do you hate? Yeah, the, Cole. Why didn't you like it? Do you it's, hate that movie? Why didn't you like, like it, Cole? Like all of its part, because like that movie sucks shit. But like that part was pretty good. I just is super indulgent. I think I, I found a lot of it to be very. Indulgent. I thought the indulgent part was when they went the Shakespeare, like, ooh, look at us. We're going to do Shakespeare and it's funny. Yeah, that's yeah. It felt super indulgent. It felt super like Adam McKay was like, oh, I'm going to throw some things at these people. They're not going to understand. Oh, I'm going to make these, you know, these jump cuts. I'm going to like, you know, make, well, you know, that was do all this the big editing. Shore too, yeah. right? Because the big short had a lot of like, oh, well, like we're going to we're going to cut away to like Margaret Robbie taking a but that, bath. That, it was whatever. endearing enough to where I felt like, OK, this is adding to the movie and not just Adam McKay, like stroking his cock and saying these people aren't going to be a, a ready for what the, the shit I'm going to throw at them. Right. It was fun well, enough. Also, also you know. it ignores like the thing, the biggest problem with that movie is it ignores like, so, so Hollywood liberals typically have this like idea that one man or two men made everything bad. Yeah. Whereas the entire American system has been doing this shit since its inception, yeah. right? And to say that, like, that system is, like, savable, right? Like, we can actually salvage that system. It just yeah. needs, like, we just need a good president, whatever the fuck that means, right? Yeah. We just need one good president. We just need, like, one good president, and then it's like, okay, well, yeah, there's probably been, like, halfway decent presidents, but, like, to say that, like, oh, the American system was perfect until Trump came along. It's such a bourgeois liberal bullshit ideal yeah. because it's like, well, you know, what about like, I don't know, literally every single one of our presidents being James shit? K. Polk. 
I don't know anything about James K. Polk, but I was throwing it out there. Oh. Yeah, he's a, you know he was saying he's I a president. He, Polk yeah. went to I think Polk went to war against Mexico and like he probably stole, did a good thing. Sold a bunch of land <laughs> probably did fine. Mexico and oh. like he put on a play. And he was like, he was, he put on a little sombrero and a little poncho. I like, I like that William Taft was the fat president. Like, I think yeah. we need another fat That's president. Fun. That That's was just fun. cute. We need another fat. We already have a fat president. Yeah. Well, no, a fatter. No. Like William Taft was like enormous. Uh, like, uh, excuse me, Trump is six five, two thirty, and most of that is pure muscle. Most of it's okay. his penis, actually. <laughs> Hold on, his his huge. Cock. No, but you're totally right, Matt. That the that. Okay, Andrew so Jackson fucking ethnically yes. cleansed the Cherokee against the Supreme Court. So, so yes, I, 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 I'm so proud of myself, Josh. I don't mean to cut you off, but yes, but James K. Polk, Mexican American War, where we um, stole Texas and then stole the rest of the United States from Mexico. So it serves him right. N- I mean, well, you know, <laughs> Just Santa Ana, he deserved more. Well, anyway. manifest destiny. Like we were destined. No, to of West course. Coast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, no, I totally agree with you, Matt. That this just idea that like we're and and you know conservatives have the exact same problem like we'll harken back to when america had its shit together or when jesus when something was working right and you realize oh there's like never been a good moment really aside from maybe world war ii like that's what people like to bring up a lot is like car and jimmy carter and well let's uh, be honest Jimmy jimmy carter Jimmy Carter makes my heart Jimmy flutter. Carter. My southern he Georgian. He had a peanut farm, and he gave it up so he could be president. It's so nice. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, let me tell you something, Mr. Iranian president. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Khomeini. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Saddam, tear down this wall. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we had Jimmy Mr. Carter. Mr. Saddam, tear down this wall. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we, have Jimmy, if we had Jimmy Carter for the entire presidency. Like the entirety of the United States was president. Like the president was Jimmy Carter. It's so like in every scenario, <laughs> it's him dealing with like with like slavery, with like like uh, World War Two, like oh giving God. like giving the like if the Rosa around during slavery. Like he would have been like he you might have seen a little different. <laughs> no, I'm taking. I'm saying modern day Jimmy Carter. Yeah, in okay. 1776 okay. on. Just being like, <laughs> I was gonna say like let's just take Jimmy Carter, put him in Georgia back in the yeah. war. <laughs> I was gonna, skull and seven years ago there was boop. Yeah. <laughs> no, him giving the Gettysburg address, like him like like being like, I don't know about you know, these British are pressing our men into the navy and people keep saying, Go to war, Jimmy. Well, I say <laughs> we need to sit down with them, have some peach tea. Some peanuts, this which man, haven't been farmed in Georgia yet, but they will. <laughs> this man tried to go green before, like, anybody, right? Like, he, he put was, like, solar, solar panels, panels on the fucking White House and, and then Reagan, and Reagan them ripped them off. Reagan ripped them off the roof. He said, get these fucking renewable energy. Get it out of here. Get like, that shit out of It's bad for oil business. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down these, these panels. Solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem with the Soviet Union. The Cold War was over solar panels. Stalin, not Stalin, we, Gorbachev or whatever, had tons of solar panels and Reagan was really Chernobyl. pissed about it. We, we have all seen what was wrong with Chernobyl. the Soviet Union. It was the fact that they had a reactor and socialism couldn't solve the problem. No, Look the, at <laughs> socialism not being able to solve the problem. Their nuclear reactor's faulty. That's never happened in a capitalist system. Can I? The, the acting was great in that show. I really like, liked uh, it. Yeah, like nothing to see here. Like no, the problem was that they, uh, we thought they were all Russian, but secretly everyone in the Soviet Union was British. What are you talking about, mate? Yeah, you what? Um, the reactor's down. What? Matt, can I say this is very, this is very, I guess, tangential to that point. But so I watched. Uh, so there's a movie they made called Citizen X about the Rostov Ripper, which is like the most like prolific serial killer in like history, which was in the Rostov Oblast in the Soviet Union. And he murdered like, it was like- Did you just make up all those words? No, 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 this is all real. And he murdered a bunch of, I think 80 something people in the Rostov Oblast in the Soviet Union, right? Uh, which is like in Belarus. Does that count think, towards communism's total death kill? It, it did. It, it did because the movie basically is, so in the Soviet Union, right, the official policy, right, like for government officials was that Soviet uh, serial killers did not exist in the Soviet Union because it was a uh, Western decadence, right? Like it, it, it's a product of Western decadence. It does not happen here, right? Um, so the movie is basically like, 
Look at how look at how awful the Soviet Union is not trying to find the Rostov Ripper. They won't tell anybody about him. They're keeping him secret, right? But the thing is, is that that happens in America all the fucking time. Yeah, I like was the, just the guy yeah. from Dallas who fucking who, the police officer who like saw I can't remember his name, but he saw like a you know he was sick and tired of or was it da- was it Dallas or was it California? Anyway, somewhere he was he was a former police officer and he was sick and tired of like police people like police just like killing you know minorities and he just went on a fucking rampage and started killing yeah. officers like that shit was awesome like and yeah. they didn't say anything about that like. Like, you never hear about that. But the thing is, is that, like, the police in America let serial killers just do their thing all the time, especially if they're killing, like, prostitutes or um, minorities. Like, like literally, there was a guy called the Grim Sleeper who probably has more victims than the Rasta Ripper had. And he was allowed to do it because the, the LAPD was like, he's killing young black girls, so we don't give a fuck. And we're also not going to tell anybody about this. And in Atlanta... Like the Mindhunter did a Mind great Hunter. job of uh, yeah. talking about that. Like they're killing black boys and they're literally refusing to talk about it or act like it's a, a, a thing because they don't want to like, you know, in Atlanta, it was like, it's bad for business. Right. So I just found, and I also, I watched this random fucking slasher last night where there's a guy on a, on a campus killing co-eds with a chainsaw and everyone on campus is saying, well, we got to keep this secret. We can't let anyone get out. We're going to lose our tuition. Our, our school you know. recently, Josh actually kept something secret where a guy um, was going to, he didn't actually in, he didn't end up killing anybody, but there was a genuine threat. They're going to kill someone in our school last. No, not last semester, the semester before last, kept it secret and they were like there's no there's nothing to worry about this guy's just like mentally unhinged and he's got a gun and he's trying to kill he just really wants pre-sale tickets to the joker also i wanted to say he wasn't gonna he was trying to kill girls like that was the he was gonna go on yeah yeah but the the movie too citizen x also leaves out the fact that the soviet union was like looking for the rostov ripper like the entire time like they of course, you know, not saying that them denying his existence and not putting out notices, that's obviously fucking bad and led to more people dying. But they were also looking for him the entire time. Also, the like special task force that this, like, you know, uh, whoever the main character played, um, you know, put together wasn't the guy who, like, caught him. He was caught by this random sentry at, like, a train station. So, like, again... It's also like with Mindhunter too, where it's like most like serial killers are like caught not by like, you know, holding in them. It's like just regular cops doing their job. Mm-hmm. And like the profiles they put together are only after the fact. It actually doesn't help. At, like the profiles that like, like those, like uh, the FBI puts together does not help anyone catch anyone. It's always after the fact. Like Ed Kemper, like uh, in that one episode, it's like, you're just, you're just, building profiles of caught serial killers. So the ones you haven't, how the fuck does that help you catch the ones who, <laughs> cause there's so many more that yeah, haven't been would just caught. elude you. And like, yeah, of course you're going to know what a caught serial killer looks like. Not one that's open and operating. So really quickly, you'll like this Cole because yeah. there actually is a guy I could find the YouTube video and show you. You may have seen it where there's a guy who created a computer algorithm and he'll basically find places where they have serial killers on the loose the cops won't even know about it. He'll call yeah. up and be like, yeah, you've totally got a serial killer. Like the computer's yeah. just saying you got a serial killer. <laughs> like some of them will listen and then a lot of them don't. But yeah. it's like we do finally have the technology. And I think that that Mindhunter period, they they just just found out what a serial killer was. They didn't Alexa, even know people could do show this. Show me the serial killers in my area. Put yeah. Here are the serial killers in your area. Also, I want to say that the Rostov Ripper is like the best serial killer name. I'll have to look that up because that ever. sounds freaking dope. I mean, well, obviously the the little kids, well, like they weren't little kids, but they were like, you know, young girls. He murdered, didn't think it was. Well, awesome, were they but, communists? Because that's fine. Oh yeah, they they were like peasants. So yeah, they, they, yeah, um, well, yeah, Ellen. So we <laughs> <laughs> um, she's great, right? <laughs> no, I, I just want to say one last thing about. So we, Matt, you talked about like class interest and like, well, like I, I, there's you know a tweet going around. Of like Ellen, so po- her posting that video where she goes, you know, me and George are, are different, and it's important to be friends with people who are different. And it's just my, it's his brain poison because he's not your Republican uncle that you see at Thanksgiving and you could give a hug and say, "What's up, Uncle Randy? Please don't touch me there. Stop." Um, <laughs> it's not like that. 
He's the he was the fucking president of the United States. He was directly responsible for so much fucking suffering. But also, what's funny though, let's just like go into fantasy world real quick. What's funny is like those people who say that, like you have to get along with everybody, right? Like you have to they you don't. have to at least try, right? No, no I don't. If, if someone walked up looking like fucking Quasimodo, they wouldn't get along with him at all. They'd be like, oh God, like they would <laughs> never see them. Like Ellen would be the person that would never fucking see them again. And it's like, that's how surface level it is, yeah. right? It's people who like on the outside can appear to be similar in a way, or like even in Ellen's case, like have her class interests in, in like in within their interests, right? Um, but like once that like modicum, right, of like the, the the bullshit veneer of common decency that all these like even like even poor people who are like, oh, like I just get along with everybody. It's like, no, you don't. Like you you don't have one, you don't have to get along with everybody. Two, yeah. like you don't get along with everybody because like you say, Oh, like I just like love all these people. And it's like, well, like the the guy who like picked his nose, who's like autistic and can't fucking help it, like, you don't get along with him. So like why are you lying to like, yourself? Like get along to them means I can grit my teeth and get through this interaction just fine. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, that's the biggest, like, lie that they tell themselves is that they can be friends with everybody and it's important <laughs> to have different friends. But, like, how many of Ellen's friends are different? They really aren't. If you look at the post <laughs> and all the celebrities talking her up, it's like Reese, Wither- uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon, like, they, like Orlando like Bloom, Orlando Bloom saying, this is so, this is so, ne- so this is what pissed me off the fucking most is that she's not just framing what she's doing as good and right. And it's, you know, it's like necessary to be friends with people like George W. Bush. It's that she's doing, it's like, she's doing a fucking service for everybody. Like, Oh, uh, in these trying times, Ellen, we need someone like you. It's about like, her. Like, yeah. Like, Oh, your friendship, not only is it good and right, but it's, ne- it's healing the divide in this country. You give being so selfless to, to, to look, Past your differences and be friends with the fucking former president of the United fucking States who was directly responsible for this. He's not just some guy. He literally had a hand in these awful things. You cannot deny that he did. It's because they can't fathom that Trump isn't actually the problem with America. They can't fathom oh, it. Like, yeah. it has to be... Well, Trump's not nice. He's an Bush, aberration. Bush was nice. So, yes. good president, bad president. <laughs> it's yeah, literally yeah, as simple yeah, as that. 100%. Because, like, the thing is, like, Bush is, like, their evil shadow, right? It's the it's the shadow. He's the shadow of America where it was all of that, like, hatred towards brown people during 9-11 that all the fucking liberals had. Every yeah. single fucking one of them, except for one, Bernard Sanders, <sighs> had this fucking hatred towards brown people because of 9-11, right? And, it, and even if they didn't, they wouldn't fucking speak up. They were silent. No, they, they were, And the thing is, yeah. saying that George W. Bush is an evil person, which he fucking is, which most presidents are. Obama's a fucking evil person. But, like, saying that... He George, eats dogs. Yeah, saying that... <laughs> <laughs> saying that <laughs> yeah, sorry, continue, man. Saying that George W. Bush is a good guy and you can be friends with him is them also covering their own fucking tracks because they're feckless and they don't want to admit that during 9-11, like, in the aftermath, they were fucking wrong. Like they do not. Yeah, really and that. not just wrong, complicit. Yeah, in this. In the yeah, in the genocide, right? Like they they. Like, that is their fear. They're like, we have to be friends with them. We have to whatever. And then Trump comes along, and because he's such a fucking idiot, right? And he's so bumbling, right? And he says so much shit. He's the greatest performance artist we've ever had. Yeah. He is. He's the greatest performance artist we've ever had. He's he's easy. He's very easy to point to. Right. You can say, you can say, look at the clown. Look at, look at, look at, uh, look at the Joker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look at, look at the clown. Like, he's the root cause of all this, like, white nationalism and like this we didn't have racism before trump was president yeah and then you know like you just blow their fucking lot and this is why like democrats are going to constantly fucking lose is because they're constant like their minds are constantly fucking exploding when you're like well you know like a lot of this like ethnic cleansing at the border happened with obama and obama drone strike and obama did and you you point out all the evil shit that obama did and their mind just fucking explodes because they're like obama he's a cool black man like he's he's the first black president he can't be evil and it's like no most presidents are fucking evil like 
It just is. Right? Like Michelle Obama. Oh yes, I was gonna bring buddies that up. around. You buddied around. Took still away my French That's true. Um, but she, yeah, she was like like that photo at John McCain's funeral where it's like George W. handing her like a, like a Werther's original or some boring ass candy like that. Like if he had handed her like a a, a full Toblerone, I would have been like, that's kind of cool. But no, he was just like, here's like a hard candy for you to suck on. Um, and people were like, oh, this is so sweet. I'm like, this is fucking gross. During John McCain's funeral, still that picture, the funniest picture I've ever seen also, in my life. Yeah, it, is yeah. the one where Megan McCain's crying yeah. and the guy's trying to feed her spaghetti. Photoshop John McCain Alabama and she's crying. And he's like, that's still the funniest picture. I saw another variation where it's her. It's like Osama bin Laden's head just looming in the background. Um, but that's another thing too, where like George Bush and John McCain hate each other. Like they weren't friends at all. But he's sitting there next to Michelle Obama and being like, "Oh, we're we're like best." At least Trump has that? a fucking balls to say that he doesn't fucking like somebody. Exactly. Like that's another thing. Is like. Yeah. Listen, that's what we're. Listen, yeah. I hate the USS John McCain because I hated McCain. He might have been a fine man. Oh, get a tarp over that ship. <laughs> Put it out the harbor. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the fucking the funny thing is the Navy did it. Like they, yeah, they, they were, were like, totally oh. cool. he's like, I'm I'm sure some McCains are good people, but they're not <laughs> sending their best. <laughs> I know it to be on You see, like that's the thing, like like. Their, their own failings, right? Their own shortcomings. They're so afraid of exposing that. They have to They have to be the bigger person. That's always the whole thing. Be the bigger person. It's like, no, fuck that. Like, if someone glasses me, I'm going to fucking glass them back. Fuck you. And also, what she's doing is not being the bigger person. It's being a coward. Yeah. It's being cowardly to, to, to be right next to a guy who is responsible for all this shit. You, there's zero consequences to you looking over to him and saying, eat shit, fuck you, I'm leaving. You, you know, like, like giving him the business, right? There's no consequences to it. And you're just sitting down next to him chatting about the game and just having a great time. Like you're a fucking coward. You're not cool and nice and, and open, right? You're literally so scared to have a confrontation with someone even though there were no consequences nothing will come back on you you have fuck you money you've had fuck you money for a very long time and you still don't exercise it so like okay so i think the biggest wrap up that we can we can uh, say about this is is ellen ellen is kind of like if we had to think of like a person she's kind of like thomas wayne Right. Yeah, and we're uh, kind of like the, the Joker. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just go up to Ellen after the show. You're like, "Mom," mom? <laughs> <laughs> and then she decks you in your fucking. She like punches us in her face. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah, and then you would, don't. Ki- then would. you don't kill Ellen. One of your followers does. Yeah, which yeah. Is no, Portia kills Ellen. Portia and then we get, we get invited to Jimmy Fallon, and we just put a couple. Like it's it would be funny because like you can't joke about. Uh, killing the rich or whatever, and we stand up and we shoot Jimmy Fallon and like the head, and, like and shoot him a couple more times. Instead, of people going ah, and screaming, they're just like clapping. Yeah. <laughs> the roots start playing. Mama, yeah, the give me a beat. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Questlove is like, I'm free finally. Um, but someone's uh, holding a sign that says "Do Conan next." Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, can I go off on Conan for a little? Go bit? for it. With this, this will be our closing bit. Um. So Conan has a bit like has like remotes, right? Where he does like he'll do stuff outside of like uh, his office or he'll like talk to his staff members and they're usually pretty funny. Um, occasionally he'll go abroad and go to different countries. He's not yeah. funny. Well, listen, uh, in my opinion, those can be funny, right? But he did one for Greenland, right? And it was so it was so awful. It was the worst thing I've ever seen where it was like, like yeah, basically you've seen the SNL where they were yeah. doing the president. Yeah. Like a day, it was like, you know, when Trump was doing like the, I'm going to buy Greenland. Um, shit. Got right? Everybody's panties in a water. Yeah. And, Conan, and that's like, yeah. That, like looking his, like looking back, like we bought fucking Alaska. We bought like the Louisiana, like that's not crazy. It would like, not be US, out of the ordinary. The U.S. buying land, like a country is not fucking crazy. Like that's happened. And like Denmark being like, no, we stand firm on this. Like, you pussies. Like, you, the Danish of, empire that existed do, and yeah. committed their own atrocities. I think it would be kind of cool. Like, And I'm not saying like we should. <laughs> I'm just saying like, it would be kind of cool if he's like, listen, I'll give you a price. And he like, like he actually does buy Greenland and like we just go, oh shit, we can just go there now. We can live there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, we can do this? Fuck it, we're buying Amsterdam next. Yeah. Like, Or no, yeah. Trump goes, he's like, listen, Xi Jinping, 
I'm going to buy Hong Kong and then I'm going to sell it to you for markup because that's yeah. capitalism. And he's like, yes, sure, Donald. Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> he just hands him like, he just hands him like a Fisher Price telephone. The key to Hong Kong. The, yeah. Okay, like, sorry, we're stealing some valor here, but the come town bit where he's like talking about how funny it is that when Trump meets Xi Jinping that he's like, you know, like he's speaking in Chinese and he's like, he said that the the country of China, the empire of China, will last for thousands of years. And he's like the interpreter, and Trump's like, "Tell him your mom." <laughs> like, like, like having to convey that. Sorry, Conan buying Greenland. Okay, I, I just want to do a quick aside on that. I, I I like to think of like the, the Trump calls that are recorded, and people are like going over the transcripts that they were all taken on like a Fisher Price telephone where he was talking <laughs> to no one. Um, but um, yes, but so so like that that happened, and then Conan immediately went to Greenland. And every single clip is him going up to like people who live there and going, hey, I'm here to buy your country. Isn't that funny? Oh, Trump's going to buy your country. How do you feel about that? I'm going to buy your country. And they're all just like looking at him like, no. Like it's the same bit over and over again. He got like an hour of, of footage out of that trip. And it's all just people being like nervous around him and being uncomfortable as he goes, ha ha, I'm here to buy your country. Can I buy your country? Isn't that so fucking funny? I'm so funny, aren't I? Let me buy your country. I'm Conan O'Brien. Oh, here's a guy in a MAGA hat. Let me talk to him. Like, you know, like, fuck, I wish I could take a vacation like that. I wish I could take a vacation somewhere where all I do is I go and I spit this unfunny one-liner at people, make them uncomfortable for a little bit, and then go, that's comedy, people. I like get that. paid $6 million an episode. You want yeah. to do that thing that, like, what was, one of the Paul brothers did that were going over to Japan or whatever? Yeah. Like, Rickshaw! <laughs> like, that's literally what Conan did. Like, yeah. We should go to China and uh, interview all the, the Chinese natives and ask them, like, man, doesn't it suck, like, like having no free speech and living in this shitty country, like doesn't it suck? Like you're white, we hate you. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like we we literally we don't speak your language. Like we yeah. don't understand that. Anyway, that's Conan. If you want to, yeah, watch, there we go. Uh, Conan, Check it out. Conan in Greenland. Uh, you can cringe through that for an hour. Um, anyway, anyway. That's, yeah, uh, good, good pod, guys. Good, yeah. good wrap up. I think that's the I'm I'm moving this weekend, uh, tomorrow actually, so that'll be nice. So, uh, guys, if you're listening, this is the last time we're, we're recording live. in Josh's. And signing off from the I Hate Italian Studio. Yeah. It's Leave the Left Us podcast.